Welcome to Healthy by Choice, a broadcast designed to bring powerful healing into your life today. Gaining and maintaining optimum health is possible at any age. That's what thousands are learning at CHIP, the complete health improvement program offered across the country and around the world. You can learn more at chiphealth.com. But now, get ready to enjoy some proven results and priceless benefits. I'm your Healthy by Choice host, Charles Mills. Dr. Des Cummings of Florida Hospital, in his book, Eight Secrets of a Healthy 100, writes, If I possessed a pill that could extend life by 11 years, it would be considered a wonder drug. It would be sought after by millions. Under these circumstances, I would feel obligated to make this pill available to you, your family, and the world so that everyone could enjoy the benefits of a healthier, longer life, end quote. Then Dr. Cummings adds, quote, While I don't have such a pill, I do know a lifestyle that could add an average of 11 years to your life. And in many ways, it's better than a pill because it has no adverse side effects, end quote. On today's program, our very own Dr. Hans Deal, founder of the Complete Health Improvement Program, is going to share with us what Dr. Cummings and thousands of CHIP graduates have and are discovering. Dr. Deal, I think you have some good news for us today, right? I do. I have a lifestyle to offer, yes. and that lifestyle doesn't cost you anything. If anything, it will reduce your food and your medical bills. Interested? Absolutely. Let's do this. And you know, this lifestyle has been totally researched. It has been documented. It has been verified for more than 50 years. We know exactly, scientifically, what we're talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And part of that was published in the special edition of the National Geographic magazine. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's a man by the name of Dan Butner who traveled the world, and he wrote the article, major article entitled, The Secrets of Living Longer. Mm -hmm. And what he found, he is highlighting three major lifestyles that he found in three areas of the world, which he dubbed uh, the Blue Zone. Mm -hmm. The Blue Zone is sort of the hot spot of health and longevity. And he figured these are the three areas where you find more centenarians than anywhere in the world per capita. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that is Okinawa in Japan. Then he found uh, the island of Sardinia in uh, Italy. And then he identified the Adventists in Loma Linda, California. Mm -hmm. So we have Okinawa, we have Sardinia, we have Loma Linda, California. Do they have something in common? Is there something that they're doing the same? Well, yes, these are the long-living people. Mm -hmm. And they have a certain lifestyle that they share. And I want to zero in this time on the Adventist lifestyle okay. because he identified the Adventists in Loma Linda as the all-stars of longevity in America. All three groups actually produce longevity all-stars, but the Adventist lifestyle is very unique because it is most universally transferable, mm. more than any of the others. You see, the others are connected to Okinawa yeah, yeah. and to Sardinia, Italy, but the Adventist lifestyle is unique because it's universally transferable around the world. You could take this lifestyle and you could apply it in any country, any time, for any people. That, that's right. Okay. This lifestyle has been replicated in populations around the world because, you know, Adventists are sort of hmm, like 
La Coca-Cola. You know, you could find them everywhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. And there are some close to 20 million of these Adventists from Manhattan to Mongolia, from Zambia to New Zealand, and from Boston to Beijing. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Their level of health and longevity has been extensively studied with consistent outcomes. So it's the Adventist lifestyle that is then transferable and provides its inherent health and longevity benefits regardless of the culture, regardless of where people live, regardless of the race, and regardless of the ethnic group. Transferable. Anywhere. All right. Well, Dr. Deal, you've got my attention here. What are we looking at here? What is unique about this group of people? Well, uh, this lifestyle has produced more people who have reached 100 years of age and longer than any other lifestyle in the world. It's a very remarkable achievement. And to accomplish that in America, this is special, isn't it? Absolutely. And so I want to take you to Loma Linda now, a small town, university town, Loma Linda University, 25,000 people. And half of these people are Seventh-day Adventists. And of these Adventists here in Loma Linda, 49 of these people are over 100 years. And I want to give you some examples. Are you ready for that? Absolutely. Let's do it. Well, um, maybe uh, we can use some of these examples to illustrate what is unique about that lifestyle. So first of all, I want to take you to Marge Jetton. Marge Jetton is a former nurse, interesting lady. Uh, when Dan Butner, you know, from the National Geographic, interviewed her mm-hmm. at the age of 100, she said to him, hey, Let's do the interview in the car while I drive because I have a lot on my list that needs to be done today. I mean, here's the woman, 100 years of age, and she's in a hurry, right? She said, I don't have much time left. <laughs> so <laughs> so what, what is her life or her day really like? And so Bruno describes it. She, he says she gets up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> she gets dressed, reads her Bible, and then she's ready for her daily workout. Here's what she does, exercise, one mile walk, then six to eight miles on a stationary bike, and then she's pumping irons. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's good, ain't it? Absolutely. So then, you know, now she's ready for breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. And she has oatmeal, and it's basically fruits and some nuts. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then for lunch, she'll have some vegetables and fresh fruits. And she said occasionally she'll actually splurge on a treat like Whole wheat waffles. <laughs> she has two meals a day. Oh my, my. You know, that's it. A simple plant-based diet mm-hmm. of whole foods. That's lots of fruits and vegetables, some whole grains and some legumes and, you know, some nuts. Mm-hmm. And then there's something else. She's really involved in helping others mm-hmm. as a volunteer. And she loves to work in a garden. She's growing tomatoes, corn, and she loves those colorful hydrangea flowers. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think of it. This is Marge. Great life. She recently died at the age of 106. Mm-hmm. Full of life. Mm-hmm. Happy person. Yeah. Healthy person. And then... There is Paul Miller. You know, I mean, I had to laugh at this. You know, at 89 years of age, he went to see a mortgage banker because he said, I want to refinance my house. <laughs> and so then the banker said, well, what do you want? He said, I want a 30-year mortgage. <laughs> you know, this is optimism, right? Yes, absolutely. This is living passionately. Mm-hmm. And, and let me talk to you a little bit about my dear friend, uh, Ellsworth Wareham. Mm. You know, he's a very, very special person. When he was visited by Dan Butner, 
then found him installing a fence at his home in Loma Linda. Now listen to this. You know, instead of hiring a contractor, you know, this man in his 90s, in his 90s, went to the hardware store, bought the supplies he needed, and returned to dig some post holes and put up the fence himself. And you know, and then a few days later, Wareham was in the hospital, assisting as a well-known cardiac surgeon in an open-heart surgery on a patient. (laughs) He's 90-plus, right? Well, he told me, many of these surgeons there were my students years ago, and they wanted to honor their professor, and so they gave me a job in assisting them as sort of a part-time job. Well, he said, but, you know, now that I've turned 96, I thought it may be time to retire, <laughs> but I still have the mental power to make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, this is really amazing. I mean, by many accounts, Dr. Wareham, he's now 98, mm. has lived mm. a good, a full, and a meaningful life. Yes. You know, he grew up on a farm in Canada, and there he kind of disliked milk and meat, but instead he enjoyed his fruits and vegetables, the breads, and beans, the potatoes, and some nuts. A very simple dietary program, right? And these dietary preferences, they were only reinforced in his life during his work as a heart surgeon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you do heart surgery, you open up arteries. And what he noticed was that uh, the patients who were vegetarians mostly had much cleaner and smoother corner arteries than those who ate meat. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, he was really astounded by that. And he said the arteries of the meat eaters were narrowed by plaques. They consisted of cholesterol, fats, and calcium. The the arteries were much stiffer. They were hardened. And uh, he said these were also the patients that came to me with the chest pain, the angina, Mm -hmm. and the heart attacks. Mm -hmm. So he said all of this kind of reinforced in my thinking uh, the dietary lifestyle that I had sort of picked up on the farm. And so I really made a commitment to a strictly plant-based diet with lots of whole foods, lots of foods as grown, foods like fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and legumes. Well, that's the story of a man that is today 98 years of age who retired as a cardiac surgeon at 96. <laughs> It sounds like these people not only are living longer, they're living better longer. Their lifestyle continues to be a productive one. And that has got to be a selling point for any kind of lifestyle that you're trying to tell us about today. We not only want to live a long time, we want to enjoy the process because we're being kept alive these days with medicines and with machines and with procedures and with therapy. All they're doing, medical science seems to do, is just keeping us breathing, keeping our heart beating. But where is the quality of life in that? Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You see, you want to live a healthy, yes, longer life. Yes, that's a healthy, it. longer life, yeah. Because you say, well, our lifestyles are increasing these days. People are living longer these days. But we have to ask, okay, are they living longer healthier or are they living longer sicker? Are we living short, dying long, or are we living long, dying short? That should be the question that we ask when we sit down to a meal, when we look at the exercise bike sitting in the corner, when we look at the fresh air and the sunshine outside. That's the question we should be asking. Am I on the right track here, Dr. Deal? Perfect. Perfect. All right.
I thought life was just great, I felt well, and then, bang, I got told, you've got six arteries that are blocked, and 99% blocked. And so that was a bit of a surprise. I had to have five bypasses. After that, after getting over the operation and what uh, had to happen there, I went back onto my normal diet, which I thought was great. I had a good diet, I thought. Uh, went back and had blood tests and I was surprised. My cholesterol was raised, uh, blood pressure was up, and uh, at that point I was introduced to the CHIP program. I went onto it immediately, straight away. I thought, I have to do this. Within two months of going on the CHIP program, my cholesterol was halved, blood pressure was down. In fact, I had to lower my blood pressure pills because I was getting dizzy. So hey, that was great. And then that's allowed me now to get back into the things I love. Two weeks ago, I got back on the bike. And one thing I really noticed, when I was, I used to bike before, I was always out of breath. I went out two weeks ago, I hit the hills, I didn't even get a sweat. I was doing some marvellous riding, you know, getting back on the bike, biking with my friends, living life to the full. To me, my life is just beginning again. To learn how you can recharge your life, visit chiphealth.com. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. We're here with Dr. Hans Deal, founder of the Complete Health Improvement Program. And before the break, he was telling us about those all-stars of longevity in Loma Linda. And Dr. Deal, I, I've got to ask you, is that restricted only to Loma Linda? Yeah, there's a concentration of Adventists because of the large medical school and the large university here. But Loma Linda is sort of a microcosm Hmm. of the world at large. Hmm. Here's a quote from U.S. News and World Report. Hmm. Quote, Americans who define themselves as Seventh-day Adventists have an average life expectancy of 89, about a decade longer than the average American. Hmm. And one of the basic tenets of the religion is that it's important to cherish the body that's on loan from God, hmm. which means no smoking, alcohol abuse, or overindulging in sweets. Followers, the article says, typically stick to a vegetarian diet based on fruits, vegetables, beans, and nuts and get plenty of exercise. They're also very fond and focused on family and community, end of quotes. Mm -hmm. So this is then the extra 10, 11 years that the article talks about. In, In general, the Adventist health lifestyle was always sort of part of a clean living movement that, um, emerged in America around the 1830s and 1840s. There were various groups led by health advocates that promoted the value of fresh air, water, sunshine, exercise, and they also talked about a plant-based diet, which was very revolutionary for those days. Yes, yes, yes. They also pointed out the health dangers of tobacco, of drugs, alcohol, caffeine, and uh, red meat. And, you know, it's very interesting. The Adventist leaders then traced the origin of many of these practices that emerged at that time to Scripture, Hmm. to the Bible, Hmm. and encouraged church members to incorporate them into their daily lives. 
Now, these ideas were not exclusive to the Adventist church, but it was sort of part of the Zeitgeist. It was part of the times. It was the thing that was prominent at that time. And the Adventist church then made a commitment to what they called the gospel of health. And because of that, they established a health and healing system based in Battle Creek, Michigan. You know, that became the medical mecca of the world. As a matter of fact, Battle Creek developed the reputation of being called the health city of the United States. Mm. We're talking about a Bible-based health system. Apparently it worked because if they became the mecca, this is being known around the world. Apparently what they were saying was valid for the scientific community as well because they had proof showing that it worked. Correct. It worked very, very well. It attracted many, many of the influential people, the thinkers of the day. Battle Creek was the place to go. Now, in 1958, the Loma Linda University here in Loma Linda Mm -hmm. launched the research that followed the health habits of Adventist church members. This has become an ongoing study that continues to advance the science of health and well-being of the community. As a matter of fact, the government has invested $30 million in research money given to Loma Linda University to inquire about what are the lifestyle factors that enable Adventists to live longer. And then they ask another question. They said, now, we understand that the Adventist lifestyle is fairly homogeneous. That is to say, uh, they live a fairly similar lifestyle. All the Adventists, it's a conservative Christian denomination, evangelical Christianity. They believe in the Bible. They believe in a loving God. They believe in prayer. But they also take seriously that they should take some time off. Mm -hmm. Uh, They believe in getting enough rest on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, you know, one day they set aside for family, for God, for serving others, right? Mm-hmm. And then perhaps they also believe in taking some vacation every year, sure. right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. These Adventists also believe in education. They believe in serving others. And they have a very strong social network, which helps them to also diffuse the stress of life. But While they're very similar in all these areas, the Adventists are very unique in one area. They're different because some of these people are meat eaters and some of these people are lacto-over-vegetarians. That means uh, they don't eat meat, but they eat dairy products and they eat eggs, right? right? And then there's a third small group. These are pure vegetarians. And so the government said, look... You have a fairly homogeneous lifestyle here, people who don't smoke, people who don't drink, people who believe in education, people who believe in rest. They're fairly similar, but they're different in diet. Wouldn't it be interesting to ask the question, could these dietary lifestyle differences among Adventists affect the disease and death rates. Hmm, so that's what they did. Interesting, yes. And so they opened up in 1981 the famous Adventist Health Study Number 1, and they found that the Adventists that were lacto-vegetarians had much less arthritis, much less prostate cancer, that only half the amount of hypertension, half the amount of diabetes, and half the amount of colon cancer. And they said, wow, maybe there are some advantages here to a lacto over vegetarian lifestyle, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, right, right. Included with all the other good things that they do. And this then gave rise just a few years ago to the Adventist Health Study number two. 
Now, this is a large study, one of the best studies ever done, a population study that uh, over a period of six, seven years tracked uh, some 97,000 Adventists in Canada and the United States. And here's what they found. They found that about close to 10% of these people are pure vegetarians, mm-hmm. about 30% are lacto-vegetarians, 10% are sort of fish eaters, and about 50% are basically meat eaters. Okay, all right. So you have now these four basic groups, right? Mm-hmm. And so then they begin to not only track their lifestyle, but they also track their diseases. And here's what they found. They looked at weight. Okay, what do you think would happen? Would the Adventist meat eaters be heavier than the Adventist vegetarians? I would think so if this program is telling us the truth all these years. What about those that are eating fish? I mean, fish is supposed to be good for you, right? (laughs) Here's what they found. They found that the Adventists that were eating fish were actually, the women were nine pounds lighter than the Adventist women that were meat eaters. But the lacto-vegetarians, they were 19 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. And the pure vegetarians were actually 39 pounds lighter. So what's the take-home lesson here? If you're a woman and you're worried about weight management, right? Well, I would say move towards fish, uh, move towards lacto-vegetarians and even better. And probably the best way to really keep your weight down is to move towards a plant-based natural whole food diet, right? Right, right get some exercise, these kind of other things. When they did this with men, they found that the uh, meat eaters were 32 pounds heavier than the pure vegetarian men. So the take-home lesson is here, that if you are troubled about some extra weights mm-hmm. and you want to lose mm-hmm. some weights, once you move towards um, a diet that is moving towards whole foods, yes. plant-based, fewer processed foods, and you know, introduce exercise into your lifestyle, and you have an excellent uh, opportunity here to manage your weight more successfully. That is pretty amazing because we as a society tend to think that we are simply victims. We are fat and we are Mm. sick simply because of our genes or because of of society. And this study shows conclusively over and over again that we can be healthy by choice, just like the program says, and just like Chip is telling the world each and every day. But that's not all. Take a look at the diabetics. Here's what they found. They found if you take 100 Adventist meat eaters that are diabetics, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you would only find 50 diabetics among those that are fish eaters. Mm -hmm. And you would find only 33 among those that are lacto-vegetarians. And here, you would only find 25 diabetics among those that are pure vegetarians. This, again, gives you some suggestions moving towards a plant-based diet. Then they looked at cholesterol that is being treated with medication, and they found that if you take, again, 100 Adventist meat eaters that are taking medication for their cholesterol, which is too high, you would only find 66 people taking cholesterol-lowering drugs among those that are using fish, mm-hmm. you'd only find 50 people taking medication for cholesterol among the lacto-vegetarians, and you'd only find, get this, 20 mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that are on medication for cholesterol among those total vegetarians. Again, the take-home lesson is move towards a whole food, plant-based diet. And then they looked at uh, people that are taking medication for high blood pressure. And here again, the findings are pretty much the same. Uh, Only 25 people 
taking cholesterol lower medications would be found among the pure vegetarians in contrast to 100 that you find among mm. the meat eaters. Okay. So I think the take-home lesson is very clear, isn't it? Absolutely. We are what we eat. The science is very, very strong. They have published over 350 scientific articles since 1958 in medical journals that very clearly extol the value of a simpler diet that is giving us better health and longer life. As a matter of fact, they found that 72% of the Americans in general will live to 65 years of age. But if you live a lacto-over-vegetarian lifestyle like the Adventist lifestyle uh, represents, mm -hmm. then you have 72% of the men that will now live to 80 years. My, my. So that's a difference of 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. And that's why the article in uh, U.S. News and World Report said uh, that Adventists have a life expectancy that's about 11 years longer than the average American. And this refers to uh, the lacto-over-vegetarians in general. Just imagine you would do the data now on the pure vegetarians. Yes, you yes. probably could add an extra five, who knows how many years. Yes. So we could probably have an extra 15 to 20 years coming out of choices that we make with regard to our lifestyle, how we eat, how we drink, how we choose to live our lives. And so here are then some of the secrets that I like to put together in an acronym called NEWSTART, N-E-W-S-T-A-R-T. N stands for nutrition, mm -hmm. a simple diet, a whole foods diet, a plant-based diet, foods as grown, simple foods. And that means more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes and maybe some nuts. Then E, new start, E stands for daily exercise. You know, get into a walking program. Do some strength training every day. E stands for exercise. W in new start stands for water. Drink plenty of water. Replace the sodas and the alcohol with water. What the body needs is water. So that stands for W. Mm -hmm. Now comes S in New Start, and that stands for sunshine. And, you know, when you get into an exercise program, you know, make sure you do some of the exercise, maybe outdoors, pick up some of the sunshine, which is going to help you, giving you the vitamin D and everything else. That would be excellent. That stands for S in New Start. And then you have T for temperance, be moderate, have a balanced life. And then A stands for air, outdoors, get some fresh air into your system, mm -hmm. open the windows to your house, and obviously avoid anything that pollutes the air, such as tobacco. Yes, yes. And then R in new start stands for rest you know get your seven eighters of sleep set aside one day a week that you devote to your family to god to things that are important to you make this a sanctuary in time one day a week mm. and you know also get the vacation that's important and the last one is t in new start that stands for trust Trust in God, be optimistic towards life, have a passion for life, and develop a trust uh, into other people, have friends. And so the very, very best that I would like to recommend is have a purpose in life, mm. have a meaning in life that is anchored in knowing who you are, why you're here, and where you're going, and live life with a passion. Mm. Enjoy life. And then number two, prioritize your relationship, not the material possessions. And number three, strive for balance, a simpler whole food diet, daily exercise, and sufficient rest. And these are the secrets 
of a longer and happier and healthy life. Wow, that is very good advice from Dr. Hans Deal today, founder of the Complete Health Improvement Program. Dr. Deal, thank you so much. We have a website where you can get more information on all of these things, and that is chiphealth.com. That's chiphealth.com. You can check it out. Lots of articles there, videos to look at, and more information about each and every one of these steps that Dr. Deal was talking about today, as well as the CHIP program that may be coming to your area. Check it out at chiphealth.com. Dr. Deal, thank you so much for the guidance today. Appreciate it. Thank you. And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Hans Deal inviting you to be healthy by choice. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about Healthy by Choice, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651. You can also email us through our website at 3abn.org.